Hey listeners, I'm Adam, and this is Can I Ask You a Question, a podcast where anyone is welcome to join me for an episode to share their thoughts on a topic of their choice. I'm looking forward to hearing new opinions and perspectives, and hopefully becoming a bit more open-minded along the way. If you're interested in joining me for a future episode, feel free to check out the sign-up link in this episode's description. This episode is brought to you by the Everyday App. Technically, this is an ad, but the Everyday app has honestly been super helpful for me, and I wouldn't partner with a company if I didn't genuinely believe in the product. So, what does the app do? It basically helps you track your habits so that you can see your progress over time. There's a common business saying, what gets measured gets managed. Like I said, it usually applies to businesses, keeping track of things like their sales and customer satisfaction, but I think it's just as relevant for personal goals too. It sounds like a simple concept for an app, but I've personally found it to be super effective in helping create new habits. The app lets you add whatever habits you're currently working on building. For me right now, some of those include reviewing my to-do list each day uh, so that I stay on top of the things I want to get done. Another one is going to the gym, and another one is limiting my time on Twitter to five minutes a day. The app lets you add three habits for free, so you can see if you find it helpful. If you soon realize you want to track more than three habits, like I eventually did, the paid version lets you track unlimited habits and has other cool features, and it's pretty good value in my opinion. There's a link in the episode description that gets you 10% off. All right, let's jump into today's conversation. All right, upload. Upload. Are we recording? Yeah, let's, let's roll. All right. Let's roll. Let's roll. Do you have questions, Brad? Uh, I wrote down some before. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, first I just want to ask you, like, what did you think of the show? I really liked it. I thought it was an entertaining concept. Just everything through and through was uh, pretty, like, well thought out. Um, like, that, the idea of kind of facing mortality head on and kind of, you know, digging into... A reality that we might eventually find ourselves in, honestly. Um, it kind of tags on to our pod episode one. <laughs> yeah. With Neuralink, because uh, it feels like upload and like the ideas from Neuralink kind of go hand in hand. The idea that you can upload one's self uh, onto kind of like a, a server. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I, I liked it. And on top of that, like... You know, I'm really big into, I guess, modern times and their take on what the future is going to look like, even if it's like 20, 30, 40 years down the line. Um, I mean, like a good example of that would be like Back to the Future. So you get like cool ideas and concepts, flying cars, hoverboards, and like over, over on the upload side of things, like the idea that soon your phone isn't going to be like this physical thing but it's like more of a watch that you operate with your fingers yeah so kind of like you know it gives you a lens into the future from the perspective of the creator so i thought that was pretty cool i i agree with you on the the mortality piece yeah like there was there was some cool tech in it like i watched a while ago now but i think the ones that i remember i think they like 3d printed food in one episode like 
like like that they made some like a nice meal yeah and it was funny like even the commentary like oh we ran out of like so-and-so in the cartridge like we gotta yeah. refill it <laughs> yeah so like stuff like and then they had obviously self-driving cars yeah and different stuff but the the one kind of like technology or whatever that stands out the most is like essentially this is like living forever yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. and i feel like out of all the kind of like futuristic stuff that one would like change the world the most like if people actually even if it's not in their biological form mm-hmm. but like in upload if you have the ability to like i guess you're like your mind continues on in this like yeah you're essentially living forever or like a lot longer than like a hundred years mm-hmm. so like i just wonder like well how would that like mess like i feel like that could mess people up <laughs> like that's a can of worms, man. <laughs> well, like, let's say... Yeah, like, let's say this existed, mm-hmm. right? And now you know you have the ability to maybe live indefinitely or a yeah. thousand years. Like, do you think you lose motivation to, like, do things? <sighs> I mean, like, I'm probably going to have a controversial take here. But, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, religion, for instance. Right? The idea... I guess in layman's terms, like bare bones, religion is something that you put your faith into, something that you believe in and that kind of drives you and propels you through life. And in religion, usually the biggest topic that they're handling is mortality, life and death, death, what happens in the afterlife. Yeah. So if you have a situation like an upload where you're literally like, mortality is like no longer you're living forever yeah i don't know like it's it's just like how does that live with religion right True. <laughs> so if you're and like religion is such a big part of like everyone's life in general like you could choose to follow it you can choose not to but in general kind of like the scope of our world it's yeah it's a good point if you're if you're religious i guess some religious people believe in afterlife your soul continues yeah. so in some ways you're living on forever yeah if you're not religious then it doesn't continue yeah, yeah continue. for sure and you kind of dealt with like mortality like. yeah exactly so i guess okay where i'm going with this is like let's say like we actually eventually figure out how to do something like this like upload in real life yeah. and essentially you're able to continue your mind is able to continue yeah. I could see, like, two paths. Like, one is, like, like horrible in which people lose motivation because I do feel like a lot of the things I do, like, if you have endless time, you might be okay with, like, more likely to waste it and, like, lose motivation. Like, something about having a finite time is yes. what drive people to, like, have goals and do stuff. So that's, like, the that's the way I see it could be horrible. On the flip side, I could imagine... A world in which I don't know like let's say let's say people figure out how to extend life from like up to 100 years to up mm-hmm. to a thousand I feel like people in the future could be like I can't believe people used to only live a hundred years like um, for instance like things that we accept today like we look back at a couple hundred years ago and I think like maybe like one in like four or five people used to die at birth mm-hmm. or by the age of five now we look back at that and be like, I can't believe that used to happen. Or I can't believe, like, mm-hmm. people used to just starve. I guess people do still starve. And, yeah. But not as many. 
Anyways, that was a bit of a rant. No, I, I see, see how it could be. Mean. People could look at it in like very um, good or bad way. Yeah, bad ways. and it's kind of like in the eye of the beholder. But at the same time, like this type of tech should be established in a way that doesn't discourage people from contributing to society as a whole or preventing them from kind of reaching their their goals and dreams. Maybe it's kind of like that two prong approach where it's like your physical form and your future form. And maybe there's like norms and and you know whatever, because like in in the upload world, um, it's only really the ones that you know can afford to upload themselves that actually go through with it, right? Um, and they even touch on like the two gigs, which is like yeah, that right. But kind of that's the idea, right? So it you know in that case, like you know you're obligated kind of to work as hard as you can in your physical life to be able to afford the luxuries of being immortal. Yeah. Right? So I feel like it's kind of like the construct that, at, at which it, it, it comes about and, 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 and gets shaped, right? Because that's going to really impact a lot of things. So, yeah, okay. And they, they highlighted, like, things that are concerning about it, like yes. kind of dystopian. Yes. That yes, some yes. people would have limited bandwidth. Yes, yes, absolutely. But, like, let's assume... Let's assume you can create a world where, like, everyone has the same good quality of mm-hmm. life. Everyone has, like, the good upload scenario. Okay. My question is, here's where I'm going with this. If I asked you, like, or anyone on the street, like, should we should we have people on Earth today trying to cure, age, uh, cure cancer? Everyone's going to say yes. Almost everyone. Right. If you ask people, should we, should we try to cure aging? Should we try to live forever? I feel like not everyone would say yes. No. But so what what do you say? And that's kind of like where people's own life experiences and that's what would shape their answer respectively, right? Like, you know, for me and I guess it's just because this hasn't been normalized, like people, like human beings aren't designed to live infinitely. Right? We're designed to be mortal. We have you know, a lifespan. <laughs> okay, but but yeah, it, it comes into that comes into that kind of like concept comes into question. It's like, do you feel like you know just because this is the way that the world works, this is kind of how we've developed. Like, we don't live in a world that we have like infinite resources in, right? We have finite amounts of resources, so the idea that people could extend their life infinitely is a little bit of a scary one in a situation where we're we're already living in a world that is somewhat overpopulated that is already fighting for resources so now you have a lot more people that are supposed to go that are pretty much i guess exaggerating this problem and making it you know worse x amount tenfold whatever yeah over overpopulation could be an issue the other thing that when i was thinking about this before was like think about like the situation with Belarus mm-hmm. and like dictators. Yeah. The the nice thing about like mortality is that like bad people can't there's like they have an end yeah. date. Yeah, that's true. Like Putin will eventually die and hopefully yeah. you know, so like if you have immortality, like potentially like bad things can continue for longer. Yeah, and that's that's very true and to be honest, like in this world that we live in, and I don't want to sound all cynical and all that, but 
unfortunately, the powerful try to retain as much power and control that they can, um, and usually that that comes along with you know finances and, and wealth. So, in a world where I guess this would be kind of tiered up, where the more money you have. I guess the more access you have to a better form of this technology, it's scary to think about when, you know, that goes into the wrong hands, and a dictator, for in, in this example, yeah, who's ruled their entire life, and just gets re-uploaded, and you know doesn't have to deal with the, that whole mortal thing, and continues on their to be uh, in power, their reign in their afterlife. It's it's kind of like. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's like, you know, it depends on who gets access to the technology, how it develops, like, good versus evil, because that's yeah. always going to be a play, depending on how you want to use this this type of technology, but, like, you're, you're right to highlight the fact that, you know, it could definitely be used, especially in nefarious ways where dictators decide to just extend their reign through through this type of method. I, it's It's a scary thought, but... Definitely one that you can't overlook. <sighs> you know. I mean, yeah. The times we live in. But at the same time, I mean, I feel like with current events, like, a lot of these ideas have gained a lot more traction. And even their development have probably shortened by a significant amount of time out of the necessity of just being able to connect virtually with people. Yeah. Um, which is like another thing to, to think of, right? Like pandemic has kind of rocked our world up until this point, you know, from Mar March on world where pretty much the world's economy has been on tilt. A lot of countries, you know, depending on, on who you ask and where you get your information, you know, some are doing a lot better than others, um, but this is something that has impacted everyone. And the idea that, you know, a lot of the successful countries were successful because of the fact that people had to separate and be as far apart from each other as possible, you know, kind of going down that train of thought, the idea that, you know, a technology that we could pretty much upload ourselves into I guess a more safe realm to yeah, interact and it, sol and it solves the overpopulation stuff the, you talked about which is, a lot of things which is true right but then again it goes back to like my first point about like what type of technology will be available at which tier right like, so the inequality piece the inequality piece is yeah. like who's gonna get access to what right and you know, in some ways, it's kind of like maybe this this type of tech needs to be standardized so everyone has a fair shot or fair opportunity, and you know, it's something that's a little bit more enticing. But yeah, it's it's a tough one, man. It's yeah. like super tough, especially now, like in in this unpredictable world, this day and age, and like the idea that all these resources are not you know limited. <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree. The inequality piece is. Is kind of crazy to think about because I, I don't know what the expression is something like death is like the great equalizer mm. is something that's said between like you know between rich and poor at the end of the day like yeah. death 
gets you both. But if there's, let's say you could solve it in this way, and only rich people are now living forever, like obviously that's that doesn't that's solve taking too many inequality to like another extreme. Yeah, I'm just gonna exaggerate the current state that we're in and the disparity between the one percent and the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was an interesting show cuz like would you describe it as a dystopia? <sighs> kind of. It's kind of, right? There's utopia and dystopia aspects to it. Dystopia in the sense that it's definitely not perfect and it's imperfection with the inequality and the lower um gigs for one but even, and then he gets killed he yes. gets murdered yes so like that aspect of it I'll put a I'll put a spoiler <laughs> spoiler yeah. uh, warning in the description but even like the idea of like what that virtual reality looks like right it's not identical to physical reality but it looked it looked very nice the world he was it looked in. very nice but there was obviously drawbacks you know like you know certain glitches I know that yeah certain you know, sensations that he would feel. Yeah. Wouldn't all be there. Yeah, but if you don't believe in religion. Yeah. And you don't believe in an afterlife, then this is better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, then it goes back to, like, you know, the the idea of, like, okay, what, what does a person think that their purpose is in life? Do they think that they're supposed to be here um, infinitely and not leave? Or do they believe that you know, beings are here for a finite amount of time and that's kind of your, this is your moment, right? And, you know, you could believe in religion, you don't necessarily have to, but it's it's kind of like, you know, it depends on, on the person and their view on mortality, if that's something they want to embark on, because, you know, we can go into even tougher subjects where people take their lives before, um, you know, their time. And, uh, you know, it's not a solution that would work for everyone. It'd be so, interesting to, like, see even kind of the parameters on it, uh, on it, like, the idea that, hey, would, you know, being uploaded be kind of, like, a mandatory thing after a certain period of time? Would it be more of a choice? Yeah, like, I've, I've, I've done, like, a little bit of reading into, like, there are pe- there is, like, a, a real organization... Well, actually, Google mm-hmm. owns Calico. It's called. Okay. And they're they're essentially trying to solve aging. Um, so like I've I've read, because I think there is there is like a bit of debate around aging, like whether we should try to solve it, because the things we talked about around yeah. like, um, in a, creating greater inequality, yeah, yeah. overpopulation, um, dictators reigning longer, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, the reason I brought it up because you mentioned like people ending their own lives mm-hmm. and um, making it voluntary. So those are the things that most people bring up. Like, if this was created, that you could have the ability to live forever, either right. biologically or through this upload type thing, it would be optional, like yep. voluntary. It should be designed that way. Yep, I agree. And then they say like, people can always choose to still end their own life, but like, even an upload that was an option. Yeah, but that's it's it's that's such a weird concept. It's such a weird concept <laughs> to me. Like, 
You can, um, whenever you want, you could press the delete button, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a really weird concept, living, uh, extending life to me. It's, it's really weird. Because if you asked me today, like, would you want to live, like, an extra, like, 10 healthy years or whatever like everyone's gonna say yes but there's yeah. a point where it becomes like it's a, it's a weird I don't know it's a weird concept like you can't wrap your head around it it's tough and uh that's why like I feel like this show is so interesting yeah just because it does I mean in it's own way you're a back to the future fan right oh huge yeah fan. I love this we used to watch it yeah. back in high school yeah, in, your, in your basement yeah. yeah huge huge fan like that that concept was just like and uh, to be to be uh, completely frank, like I think in upload, um, it, this takes place in twenty thirty something, like I not, think further, further in the future. I think so, but it's not like not over, crazy. It's like twenty years, whatever, like thirty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and Back to the Future it was kind of like nineteen eighty five's view of what twenty fifteen is going to look 30 like. Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. And. <laughs> the crazy part is we got to really live through it. Like, yeah. neither me or you were born when the movie actually came out, but we still got to enjoy it before 2015. Yeah. And it's just, like, such an interesting perspective to see, like, what individuals in the 80s Predicted. foresaw the next 30 years to, to look like. So, you know, again, in, the, in that same vein, like, it'll be very interesting to see what the next 20, 30 years look like and if any of those concepts actually come to life and even with the idea of Neuralink like what ends up happening because this is definitely going to be something that we'll face within the next I would say 50 years yeah. the idea of being able to upload yourself your biological it's possible. self it's possible, it's possible. Yeah. and it's not out of the question whatsoever yeah. and with recent developments and the way that the world is going and the direction everything's kind of moving towards it's going to be, and they, this was a, I think an element, I watched the show now like a few months ago. Now, yeah. But I believe it, this was like an element of it was, um, like if this exists, like there's going to be like an element of friends pressuring f- friends and f- or family members to upload themselves or not. I think yeah. she, in the, in the show, one of the characters pressuring her dad or something and the dad didn't want to yes, upload it yes so something like that um yeah i forgot her name too i watched this like also like but, like i could imagine that being a real thing yeah and and it was kind of like that same idea like her her dad was uh religious and believed in you know a more holy spiritual afterlife yeah and he wanted to go in a more natural way and she a little bit more progressive i guess in that yeah. day and age um thought that no like i want you around forever i'm gonna be around forever so let's be around forever together yeah so i i I completely see that and you know and and in this case like an upload they also talked about the whole inequality thing and how she was only able to afford this upload because she worked there yeah yeah i mean that's another thing that i completely foresee as well right like you know, kids wanting their parents to, to live forever and trying to pressure them uh, into doing it. But on would, the flip side, weird. it would be weird, right? Yeah. But on the flip side, too, like the main character in the show, and this isn't a big spoiler, but 
literally it starts off with uh, the main character's girlfriend pressuring him into uploading because they thought that he was a goner. Right, that's kind of... Yeah. I don't think it's spoiling much, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's okay. We'll say... We already spoiled a lot. Yeah, a lot. (laughs) It's fine. But uh, even that in itself, like, that brought up a lot of questions. Like, hey, is that ethically okay or not? And, like, when do you really make that decision? Because they did have uh, kind of, like, a criteria with an upload where... Uh, you still have to be alive in order for, um, you know, your conscious to get uploaded, right? Yeah. That was, like, a big criteria. You can't be uploaded if you're already deceased, unfortunately. Um, so, interesting, right? This all has to be done <laughs> kind of pre-death. So, you know, I foresee a lot of situations like that with, with this type of tech, for sure. Thinking of Back to the Future, I'm trying to think, like, what they got right what they got wrong the sports almanac obviously the biggest thing that, or at least to me the biggest thing they got wrong that comes to me is flying cars flying cars and hoverboards yeah oh yeah and then in terms of what they got right like voice assistants and stuff like that yeah. like a lot of I remember like them entering the home and the voice assistant being like alarm system off like yeah. lights on they that they got yeah um you're missing a key 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 piece Oh, time travel. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. Another thing that Back to the Future definitely got right were those Nike mags. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they did actually yeah, end that's up cool. coming out with the auto lacing in 2015. Yeah, that's sweet. And Michael, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, uh, they had, um, they also had a thing, remember the pizza? In the, t- like the tiny oh, pizza yeah. in the microwave? That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. But the and it's funny to see kind of like the parallels between that and upload. Very similar. Very similar, where yeah. they had like the idea of like an instant dinner coming from like the convenience of print or like this was like a microwave or like a button you press for two three three seconds and it expands the pizza or a hydrator. Is that what they had? Yeah, hydrator. Hydrator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting, man. Like it seems I, something like that. It seems uh, like far fetched. Yeah. But if you went back like a couple hundred years, people uh, like the concept of, first of all, like freezers didn't exist. So yeah. the concept of like going to a grocery store and like picking up like a TV dinner and microwaving it, like people would, that would seem as far fetched, if not more, than this. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, to be completely fair, like we've made enormous leaps and bounds in technology over the course of the last century alone so like the sky's really the limit and everything just seems to be you know speeding up at an exponential rate i agree and honestly like i feel like we're at a point where things are gonna take off i mean i agree you have individuals like elon musk that are constantly pushing the dial on on everything uh you know from spacex everything traveling the idea that hey like and this is like i probably said this uh, word or this phrase too often in this pod but the idea of finite resources and that the world isn't going to be able to sustain and eventually we're going to have to find an alternative and you know the headwinds that have been made with the mars project have been phenomenal and yeah and and crazy but like that's the future <laughs> yeah that, that's you know, and 
it'll just be interesting to see like what other individuals kind of come out uh, that are able to to shape the way that you know things are going to be done what's considered normal and you just truly hope that you know this technology is shaped for the betterment of society versus the benefit of a corporation or a few individuals yes well said um starting to wrap up on that on that note like I totally agree with you like let's hope it ends up being better than worse like what does your gut say are you are you like optimistic about upload type technologies in the future are you more like pessimistic or like (laughs) I mean in this day and age it's pretty tough to be you know I, I always try to live my life as optimistically as possible yeah um you know a lot of recent events have you know it's it's tough to kind of look outside and and think that everything's going to be okay when a lot has to change in order for that to happen um you know i i feel like the best that would possibly come out of this technology is if countries came together and literally held hands in a peaceful manner to figure out the best way to use this for you know humankind right because there's just so many conflicting priorities there's so much conflict in general in in the world that it's tough to imagine that it's just gonna land in the right hands um so yeah I'm, I'm a little bit like you know, I'm hopeful that things are going to pan out positively, but the reality of the world today is it doesn't it doesn't sit great with me, and nor do I think that um, this technology is readily going to be used just by uh, proponents of of the pure and good. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with you. Want to be optimistic? Yes, but like the technologies we're creating just seem to be getting more and more powerful. And it's just like, yeah, it, I think it's like, it's not being pessimistic. Like, there's reason to be, like, you know, concerned. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, the state of the world, like, if you think about it, World War Two, right? Nuclear race to see who can get the first nuclear weapon. After that, every country after the U.S. dropped the bombs were racing to figure out this technology, Right. Now we have all these nuclear warheads around the world. They're not getting used, which is a good thing, obviously. Um, in, but I guess humans, in traditional sense. Humans have technically been around for like 70,000 years. For and sure. this is the first time, to your point, that we actually have created a technology that could wipe out pretty Absolutely. much all humans. And right now we're all kind of at a standstill with every country pointing its nuclear arsenal at the next saying, you flinch. I'll flinch too. It's messed up. It's very messed up. And until that gets resolved, like, it's just tough to imagine. Like, you know, like, you hope guys like Elon Musk succeed and are able to do good for the world, but, like, guys like that, unfortunately, are few and far between. And yeah. it's, this, it's this weird paradox where, like, like, arguably, this is actually the best time to be alive in history. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at, like, 
rates of poverty, starvation, disease, all war, mm-hmm. all these things are way down. But at the same time, like you said, we have these like very strong technologies that like if we mess up, like things could go really, really bad. For sure. But even like the state that we're kind of in, is it a state that we're in because everyone wants to be in it? Like every country wants to be No, it's it's kind of like everyone's forced to be in this type of I guess tense position, for lack of a better word. I feel like to me to me like a lot of these technologies we create are for a good reason but like with them becomes like potential like scary things like if you develop we try to develop like um, cures to diseases but with that gives us like the power to like create unleash the pathogens on the world yeah and like you could we could make a mistake accidentally or you know some crazy person or group of people ask so it's like it's this double-edged sword um yeah like that's that's one that comes to mind i don't know it's weird it's very weird it's yeah well on that note it is it is a very exciting time to be alive it definitely is. Um, yeah, another thing that I'm thinking about is just, like, the, the internet in general and, like, the whole idea of security. Like, hey, like, with this type of technology, would it have to necessarily live on traditional internet ser- uh, servers? That's access to a whole lot. I don't know. That's just opening up another can of worms. We <laughs> don't have to delve into that. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of like the more you sit and you think about it and like... You can only spend so much time thinking about these like futuristic stuff or I feel like you start to go go crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, like you can control what you can control. (laughs) And uh, a wise man, man once said, if you look to the future too much, you'll trip over the present. Why, Leonard? <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. I like that. It was, uh, give you a little bit more context. It was in response to, uh, reporters asking about his pending free agency when he was still in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so it was but a, it's so true. It was a good non-answer, but yeah, man, it's that so guy's why as hell. <laughs> It's, it's very true. Sometimes you just gotta kind of take it a day at a time, take it as the waves come. And thanks again for tuning into Can I Ask You a Question? If you like this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening yeah. from, so that more people like you can discover it. Also, it'd be super helpful if you'd be willing to leave some feedback on any ideas you have for improving future conversations using the link in this episode's description. Thanks again and see you next time.